0: Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelley Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, and today we're going to talk about spring cleaning your finances. It's easy to get excited about budgeting at the beginning of the year because it's a new year, there's new promises to do better than last year, and you're ready to go, very excited and ready to do better with your money. But come the springtime, things kind of lull out and you get into a pattern of spending and you might not think about budgeting that much. So that's why spring is the perfect time to do spring cleaning on your budget. Yes, just like you spring clean your home, it's time to revisit your money goals and your budget to see how they're working for you. So even if you haven't been that great about following your budget this far, this is a new start. Spring is a time of renewal and let's renew your focus on reaching your money goals. I've got six steps to help you spring clean your finances. So let's get started first with number one, which is revisit your budget. Now I probably should say you have to have a budget before you can revisit it. So if you didn't make A budget in January. What are you waiting for? It's time. Time is now to set a budget because if you don't tell your money where to go, it's just going to go to anything and you might as well make it work hard for you. So, If you haven't made a budget yet, I want you to make a budget. And if you need help doing that, I have a whole series to help you walk through to make a realistic budget that you can stick to. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you. It'll help you walk through. But let's say you do have a budget that you've been working with. It's time to see how well it's been working for you. Are you running over? in a few areas and overspending? Are you underspending in other areas now? While we're spring cleaning your finances, it's time to decide where we need to shift the money in different categories. So I want you to look over your budget And look back through the last few months and see, have you been sticking to it really well? Was it hard to stick to the budget maybe in your food category or eating out? You eat want to eat out a lot more and it's too restrictive. Or are you finding that you're just not spending that much money on other things? It's time to go in and adjust your spending amounts that you set for each month so they fit better with what's going on right now in your life. So that is step number one. We're revisiting the budget and adjusting as needed. Now, step number two is definitely sounds like spring cleaning to me. It's time to go into that purse or wallet and we're going to take out all the extra stuff you stuffed in there. You know, if you're a guy, your wallet might be twice as thick as it needs to be because you're carrying around all these receipts that you really don't need every day. It's time to file those away in a file for safekeeping when you need them. And women... You know, we stuff things into our purses all the time. And it might not even be related to financial stuff. It might be candy wrappers or a receipt that we just stuffed in the bottom. It's time to dump everything out, clean it out, And put everything back in. That is step number two to clean out your wallet or your purse. And that brings us to step number three, which is look over your automatic payments. Yes, that's right. It's so easy easy to sign up for an automatic payment you think you're going to use and be paying for it monthly and find out you don't use it that often. And so now is the time to look over what's going out in automatic payments and make sure you're actually using them. If it's something you're really using, great. You know that you're getting your money's worth. If it's something you haven't looked at for a while and you're subscribing to, it's time to let it go. One word of caution though, if you've paid ahead for a year, make sure when you cancel, you'll still get to use it until the end of your contracted time. Sometimes when you cancel early, you'll lose that extra time. So it might be better to put a cancellation date on your calendar or reminder in your phone to pop up when you need to cancel it. So that is number three, look over your automatic payments and decide if they need to go or stay. Tip number four is to review or establish money goals. Now, like a budget, you need a budget. You also need money goals because if you set no goals for yourself, you won't have anything you're working towards. It could be you wanna save for a vacation, a down payment on a house, a new car, Something special you want to buy. It could be anything like that that you're saving towards. Heck, if you don't have any other goal, at least make a goal to save a set amount of money every single month. By having a goal, you have something to strive for. If you don't have a goal, you're less likely to strive to do anything with your money. So at least set a goal to save a certain amount every single month so you have something to work towards and don't just write it down and never look at it again. This is something that you want to put either in your budgeting book or on your budgeting spreadsheet or wherever you do your budgeting. You want to put that on there so you see it regularly and know what you're working towards because there will be times where it will be so hard to stick to that budget and you really, really want to Go off budget and do something fun or do something frivolous and knowing what you're working towards can help you stick to it. Just like a diet, if you know what you're working towards in the end and you have a goal, you can stick with it more easily. So that is number four, set money goals or revisit your money goals and adjust as needed. And step number five is to get organized. That's right. You don't want your financial papers just laying here and there and everywhere. You want to get them organized. So first you want to make sure you have a way to track your bills. It could be a one sheet budget sheet, which I have a printable one I'll link to in the show notes. It could be an Excel spreadsheet. It could be just a notebook or I used to use those little composition notebooks and just write down what bills you have each month when they're due and make a check mark when they're paid. It can be that simple. But if you want a printable or a spreadsheet, be sure to check out the show notes for those. Another way to get organized is once you pay your bills, you need a place to file them. Because some bills you'll pay, like your medical bills for the year, can be written off on your taxes. And who wants to go through a pile or stack of paper to find what you need? So have a filing system where you might want to put the items that can be written off on taxes in one file and your bills in another. For myself, I like to file everything by the month. So if I have a question about what we paid last month or when I sent it in or things like that, I can find them very easily. And then anything that we can write off goes into another file so I can track that. It's just a simple, easy, could be one of those accordion folders, a drawer, or a file cabinet. But just make sure you have a way to organize all your bills and you know when they're due, and you have a way to track when they're paid and so you don't end up with late fees. And you can set up automatic payments and that is great, but just make sure if you're drafting out of your checking account, you keep enough money in there to cover those bills when they come in because an overdraft fee could be more expensive than a late fee on a bill. And that is step number five, get organized. Now we come to step Number six, and this is the one I think is most important for controlling spending, and that is to spend with cash. Anytime you're going out in person somewhere to purchase something, I like to use cash. And there's a simple reason for this. You cannot overspend with cash. You only have a limited amount and you can't go over. And so if you are finding you are going over budget often, then think about using a cash system. If you've never used a cash system before, I have a beginner's guide to setting up a cash envelope system and I can leave the link in the show notes to help you get started. And it'll take a little adjusting at first, but it's really worth it because you will stop overspending because once you run out of cash, you can't spend in that category anymore. And so if you're a chronic overspender or you shop for entertainment, this is a way that you could go out and shop or purchase things that you're looking forward to getting without overspending. That is tip number six to use cash whenever you're making purchases. So that is it. That is my six-step system for spring cleaning your finances. And I hope these steps will help you to get back on track or... Stay on track with your budget. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this podcast, you can head over to the show notes at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 43. And that's where you'll find the links to all of the items I talked about and more money-saving ideas. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.